Welcome to the Asbury Free Methodist Broadcast, where today we will be listening to this week's sermon by Pastor Brent Russell. As you might have guessed from the scripture reading and from the song, we're talking about Mary today, uh, continuing on with Advent theme, Overcoming Fear. This is the second Sunday of Advent. And uh, the more I read the Christmas story, the more I find myself in it. My guess is that you might see yourself in the story as well. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. In the six, year, six months of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. As the curtains op- curtain opens on the snapshot of life, we have this normal girl, probably between 12 and 17 years old. She lived in, a, in the town of Nazareth, a pretty normal town. It wasn't the center of commerce. It wasn't a government city. It didn't have a university. It was just a town. It was like Almont or Armprior, Smith Falls, or Perth. It was the kind of place where uh, when people found out where Jesus came from, they asked, anywhere, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Armprior? The angel was dispatched by God to Nazareth, uh, to Mary. Now, up until this point in history, Mary was unremarkable. But God knew where she lived. You may think that out of the 8 billion people in the world living in Lanark County, that you don't stand out either. But I want to assure you, God knows where you live. Now, when people hear that, uh, some people hear it as a threat, like the mafia saying, I know where you live, right? But that's not the case. We've been looking at fear in the Christmas story. There are all kinds of fear. Last week we looked at the fear that comes out of the wounds of life and the fear to hope again. This morning I, I, I want to take a look at another fear. Well, two other fears actually, and they're actually the polar opposite of each other. But most, most of us will experience them. There, the one fear is that God doesn't know where I live. Speaking to a friend of mine whose father was dying of cancer, a friend told me that his father was terrified of death. My friend, Christian, told his father about Jesus and how he can have God as his friend and be assured of eternal life. But my friend's father was having a hard time getting it, grasping it. Why would God care about me, he was asking. 
What if God doesn't know where I live? What if when I die there is no God? Or he doesn't show up? What if this life is all that there is? What do I have to show for this life? What if when I die, God ignores me? And our minds race down this path, and fear sets in. What if God does not know where I live? But the opposite is true. What if God does know where I live? had this conversation with a, a woman who became uh, a Christian about a year before the conversation, and, and um, her life had been radically transformed. Before she was a Christian, she made her living as a stripper, and she had some pretty nasty addictions. And there's this fear that comes in. What if God does know where I live? It's nice to meet God on a Sunday morning, but if God knows where I live, what if, he, what if he saw me when? And fear and shame set in. If God knows where I live, then he saw those moments. And all of us have less than stellar moments. Verse 26. The angel went to Mary and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words, and he wondered, and she wondered what kind of greeting this might be. The angel says, Hi, you're highly favored. The Lord is with you. Then to paraphrase verse 29, Mary freaks out right? Or to put it formally, and she was greatly troubled, right? <laughs> the message is you're highly favored, the Lord is with you, and that sends Mary into a tailspin. Message is good, and Mary's response is to freak. What's up with that? Well, maybe it's just a response of a teenage girl, right? Some of you parents who have teenagers, you might write it off to that, but I don't think so. Because this pa passage shows Mary to be extremely perceptive. I think she intuitively understands that if what the angel says is true, well, that changes everything. This is no longer a normal town in a normal time, and I'm no longer a normal girl. God knows me. He is with me. He's on my side. And the God who spoke and put the world into motion is with me. What if he speaks again? Verse 30. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. Do not fear. You have found favor with God. The angel tells Mary the very same thing he said in the first place. You have found favor with God. This time he says, don't be afraid. Now when an angel says something once, you should listen to them. When an angel says something twice, pay attention. Take note. You have found favor with God. Let us sink in, Mary. You're not going to be toast. God, the, the God of the universe 
really likes you. There are two great fears we vacillate between. The God of the universe doesn't know where we live. And we're all alone and we face a cold, harsh reality alone. Or the God of the universe does know where we live and he knows all about us and we're toast. But the angel says something very different to, to Mary. You are not alone and you're not toast. You are highly favored. Now just before you go down the path of, well, pastor, that's Mary and I'm me, you don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've done. Let me tell you about what the Bible says about every one of you who have given your life to Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every blessing in the heavenly realms, With every spiritual blessing. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with the pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. What those verses are saying to those of you who are followers of Jesus is the same thing that the angel told Mary. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. You are highly favored. And if you're as perceptive as Mary, you will know that well, that changes everything. Now, the angel goes on to tell Mary some things. He says, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus, and he'll be great with you, and will be great, called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. The angel says, congratulations, it's a boy! which might have been great if this was after an engagement to Joseph and after the honeymoon and this was at a gender reveal party with loudspeakers with the public announcing saying, it's a boy, excellent, you know. But this was coming from an angel and it was a way before the honeymoon. Mary was shaking her head and said to the angels, oh, and then he says, oh, and, and by the way, it, it's going to be the Son of God. Oh, and, and he's going to be a king. And, oh, his kingdom's not going to end. Mary's shaking her head and saying, impossible. At least, that's how I would have heard it. Last week, we looked at the story of Zachariah and Elizabeth and how the angel told Zachariah that the impossible was going to happen, that he and his wife were going to have a child in their old age. 
And uh, his basic response was, how do I know that I can believe you? Prove it. Mary is told the impossible is going to happen. And here's her response, verse 34. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? It's a different response. It's, it's, it's not questioning the truthfulness of the angel. It's questioning the process. She's not questioning if it will take place. She's questioning how it will take place. I love my job. It's a lot like the angel Gabriel's job some days. I step into people's lives and, and tell them things that, that are true but impossible to believe. I tell people that God really loves them. In fact, he loves them. He's, he more than loves them. He's on their side. And often they respond, they respond like, Mary, how can this be? Oh, they don't use this words, those words, but I can see it in their eyes. They're not sure. They're not sure they like themselves, so how can the God of the universe like them? At least not with a love that is deep and is personal. I know God loves the world, and I'm clumped in with the world, but I'm not sure that he really cares for me. How can this be? I tell people that you don't have to earn God's favor. You don't have to be good enough for, to get God to like you. I tell them that, that God isn't using a scorecard and marking your positives and your negatives. It's about grace. It's about undeserved favor. You're saved by grace. Through faith, it's a gift. It's a gift of God, lest any of us should think about boasting and how we earned our way into God's good books. They look at me and say, grace? I don't have to earn it? Don't have to be good enough for it? How can this be? This news is too good to be true. Tell people, you're forgiven. Sometimes when people are dealing with shame and guilt from the past, they're having a hard time. You say, how could this be? I tell people that God has a call on their life. He is a, a perfect place to fulfill their destiny. Many people ask, oh, how can this be? I tell people in the middle of personal struggles that that God can give them strength and that he'll be with them in the middle of their loneliness, in the middle of their brokenness, in the middle of their challenges and their fear. And people say, well, how can this be? Well, in answer to Mary's question, how can it be? The angel answers, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, when the angel said that, I'm not sure Mary was a whole lot wiser. After, um, all she heard was that, well, God's going to do it. How will this be? God's going to do it. It's a God thing. 
people, God really does love you. Really. It's a God thing. You don't have to earn his favor. You don't have to be good enough to get into his good books. You don't have to earn brownie points. It's about grace. It's a God thing. People, when you ask Christ to forgive you, you are forgiven. It's done. Your sin is removed. It's a God thing. God has placed upon you a calling and a purpose and a plan for your life. And it's a God thing. And you may not see it now, you may not understand it now, but the Holy Spirit will overshadow you and it will come to pass. In fact, the angel said, see, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she was said to be uh, unable to conceive in her six months. The angel points back and says, as a sign, God is already doing the impossible. Your aunt who couldn't have a child is, is going to have a child. If you look around, there are already signs that, that God is at work. You're here. God's been guiding you all the way. There are about signs around that a God thing is about to happen. But you know what Mary's intuition was? If this is true, then it changes everything. Things can't stay the same. And her intuition was right on. The two great fears are gone. Fear that God doesn't know where I live and I'm alone in this world. Or the fear that God does know where I live and he's seen all and I'm toast. Instead, it's replaced with you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. But if the God things happen, then things aren't going to be the same. For Mary, it was a baby. Have you ever had a baby come into your home? It changes things, right? When you have Jesus come into your home, it changes things. Your life isn't the same. You'll be on the spiritual adventure unlike anything you can imagine. The question is, are you ready to go there? There are a number of you who have been walking with Jesus for a while, and you've heard the message that you have God's favor, but for whatever reason it hasn't sunk in. You know it in your head, but in your heart, it needs to go there. You've been keeping distance from God because, well, in your mind, in your heart, you're not sure what God thinks of you. Let me remind you of grace. His favor towards you is real and is undeserved. Well, you hear the words of the angel that he spoke to Mary. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. There are some of you who have yet to start on the spiritual journey. And you've been listening and you've, you know the fear that God is too far away or too close. Hear God's words to you today. He loves you. And he invites you to 
uh, receive his gift of eternal life and invite him into your life? Would you pray, Lord, I trust you. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I'm going to follow you. Mary's response to the angel was, may it be to me as you have said. She could have said, no, I'm not sure. Can you find somebody else? She could have said and been ruled by her fears, but rather she embarked on this adventure. Will you say, may it be to me as as you have said, Lord. God knows where you live, and it's a good thing. Because you're highly favored. The Lord is with you. Let's pray. Lord, for those who know you but still have to step into grace, where they're not trying to earn your favor but just receive it, help them to see it. For those of you who, for those of here who don't know you, Lord, I pray that they'd open up their lives to you, and that they'd hear your word. Lord is with you, and that they would respond in kind and give their lives to you. Pray this in Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks for joining us this week on Asbury Free Methodist Broadcast. Make sure to visit our website at asburyfmperth.com where you can subscribe and never miss a show. If you'd like this broadcast, you might want to check out our Facebook page, Asbury Free Methodist Church. Until next week, take care and God bless.